It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Friday, May 27th, 2022. I'm Beckler. Uh, the Flames are out of the playoffs. They were eliminated last night. We'll talk a little bit about that on the show today and the controversial Game 5 loss that led to their ouster. Matt Berry's going to be on the show later. We're going to talk a bit about musicians who have careers outside of music. And etymology, even though Shauna's not here, I took that on. What are you grateful for? Uh, a song lyric that I think I've misinterpreted for like the better part of a decade now. We're going to talk about a song that we played yesterday and people were not happy about it. My friend had an unconventional suggestion for a date night. Uh, first, you're out of context clip of the show. Oh, God! The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Oh, I saw something exciting yesterday. Uh, if you listen to the show, you'll know how cranked I get about really tall people. And it's to the, it's to the point, I think, where the people who listen to the show, they understand that. Because I'll get messages sometimes. Out of the blue, Beckler, I just saw a really tall guy. I'm like, nice. How tall was he? I don't know why. I just find it, I find it fascinating. Anyway, yesterday I saw an older woman who must have been six foot five. Like a, like, a, like a senior citizen, an old lady who must have been 6'5". I don't want to like, take a stab at her age and get it wrong and be rude, but she had white hair. She had white hair, and she was definitely taller than me by at, at least a couple inches, so she must have been at least 6'5", I would think. That is so incredibly rare. Like, think about how rare that is. I mean, for one, you don't see many women who are like 6'5 or up, right? So that is already incredibly rare. Two... You don't see many seniors, men or women, who are like six foot five and up. So the fact that it was a lady, like a senior citizen woman, who was six five, like I, there are very few people in the world who I like physically have to look up to. And I don't believe I've ever seen an older woman who I've had to look up to like that. She would be one in a million, maybe, maybe, maybe more rare. It was. It was a treat. I felt quite hashtag blessed to get to see that. And I just want to know more. I want to know her story. You know, did she play a little college ball back in the day? You know, for the for the Penn State University Lady Lions back in the 50s, like before there was a three-point line? BNS in 20 minutes or less. Well, I've been avoiding it this morning, but we should probably talk about Game 5 last night and the Flames elimination. Uh, and we'll start at the obvious point. Blake Coleman's goal that was called back due to having been, air quotes, kicked kicked in it's got to be one of the most controversial goal overturns in nhl playoff history would you not think like when you watch the play coleman had he was coming in crashing the net he was on one leg he had an oilers defenseman i don't remember who draped over his back not to mention the puck was going anyway it was going in anyway like how do you how do you physically how is that even physically possible to kick the puck in with all that going on it was how they, as well, there was one person online that I saw, they said if, if it takes five minutes of review, because the rule says there needs to be a distinct kicking motion, if it takes five minutes of review by the officials to find a distinct kicking motion, how the hell is it distinct? I don't know. That's just, it's not a good way to lose a series, basically. You know, and if you, I sometimes like to follow along online and see what like people on the forums and on Twitter and stuff are saying about the game as it's happening. And anybody who wasn't an Oilers fan thought the Flames got robbed by that call last night. Because, I mean, most people, if you're a true sports fan, you don't want to see such a highly anticipated series end like that. 
right? You don't want to see a, a series decided on a controversial call. You want to see a hard-fought series where it's clear that the better team won. And you know what? I do think that Edmonton was the better team throughout most of the series. But the Flames were robbed of the opportunity to show what might have happened in in Game 6. You know, cheering, being happy that it ended on a, on a questionable call like that would be, to me, akin to hoping that a series was decided by a big injury or something. Like hoping that a goalie got hurt and then that was the deciding factor in a series. And that's not what a true sports fan would hope for. So... You know, I, I said on, on Twitter last night, the Oilers deserve to win the series. I think they were the better team throughout more of it. The Flames deserved to win last night. And we all deserved a game six. It's really just a, a, a gross way for that series to end. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I stopped at a friend's house yesterday to drop something off. And she said, she said, I was listening to your show earlier this week. And I heard you talking about your trip to the dump. She said, have you ever done a tour of the dump? And I said, you can do tours of the dump. And she said, oh, I have the best date night idea for you. She said, there is a, there's an organization in Calgary called Doors Open YYC. Have you ever heard of these guys? And they've been on hiatus for the last couple of years due to COVID, but I guess it's coming back this year. And essentially, they give tours of primarily, I think, like heritage sites around, around Calgary and area. But they also do like the dump and the wastewater treatment plant and that sort of thing. And I think that sounds... Absolutely fascinating because I mean it's, it's, some of these facilities like the you know they're, they're they're pretty intense operations I think and the you know the the engineering that's involved in it would be would be very interesting and her her enthusiasm when she was explaining this to me was infectious she was like get a sitter for the kids and you and McKenna take a night and when, when this opens up again and you do a tour of the dump or the wastewater treatment plant and I was like I I think that sounds awesome might be a a little tougher sell for McKenna. Honey, get looking pretty. We're going out tonight. And we're going to the wastewater treatment plant. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I kind of screwed that up in the sense that I forgot to mention the very funniest part about it all. And this is what I heard from, from my friend, the one who was very excited to... <laughs> to go on this wastewater treatment plant tour for her date night. She said they like they show you the whole process and you can see actual poop and waste coming through the system. Like she said even like old tampons and stuff going through the system. And then at the end, they hand you a clean glass of water to drink to kind of show you like all that that became this. I don't know if that's the most romantic thing in the world, but like I said, this this girl, she was cranked about it. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was out for a drink with a friend yesterday, and he told me a hilarious story about the bar that we were at. He said he had been there uh, a, a, a while back with his wife for a brunch with his parents. And he said they'd been out the night before, and they were both hungover. And they went to the separate bathrooms in this bar. Like, he went to the men's, his wife went to the women's. He said he thinks there was something wrong with the way that they had wired up their sound system in the bar or in the bathroom because he said it was like he was getting one channel of the song and then in the women's bathroom was the other. So maybe they like you know maybe they had like an an amp with a receiver with a bunch of different channels and they like wired it out throughout the bar. So you're getting like different parts of the song in different bathrooms, if that makes sense, depending on how the song is mixed. But he said he was uh he was <laughs> sitting in the stall and could kind of like, he's like, is that, is that music? It kind of sounds like the Arkells. Where is that coming from? Like, what is that? That's me! Ah! 
less than 20 minutes or less podcast. Yesterday, just before 9 o'clock, uh, we got some angry messages here at the radio station. I was taking a call at the time, and I had the speakers down, and I wasn't watching the screen here, and I didn't realize that we were playing Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. And if you know that song, uh, the lyrics, of course, deal with a school shooting. And these messages said it was shameful and insensitive of us to do. And it was honestly, it was, it was by accident. Like that song was scheduled several days before to play at that time. And we just, we missed it here at the station. I missed it and our music department missed it. But our programming team has made the decision to remove that song for a few weeks, you know, out of, out of respect. And so as not to seem insensitive. And I get it, man. Like I, I get the anger when you see this sort of thing in the news and it, Something like what happened in Uvalde, Texas. And it it feels like there's no effective place to put that anger sometimes. But I don't think those folks who messaged were were really mad at us for playing that song. And I don't think they were mad at Foster the People for, for writing the song. I think we're mad at the piece of shit who killed a bunch of little kids. And here's another, here's another question, and this is based on a stat that you maybe have heard over the last couple of days, or maybe this will be new and shocking to you, but this tragedy in Texas was the 27th school shooting this year in the United States. And of course, not all of them had the, the death count that Uvalde did, and not all of them made the news up here even, but you know, if it's wrong to play that song after something like this happens, and we have a country where this is happening so often, when can you play the song? Right? Like statistically and this is absolutely horrible statistically there will likely be another school shooting in the united states before we start playing pumped up kicks again so do we ever start playing it again bns in 20 minutes or less i was listening to the song renegades of funk by rage against the machine yesterday you know that one i had never heard the original the original is by africa bombada and the soul sonic force Very different sounding, hey? There's a line in the near the end of that song, though, that I've never really understood. And I thought I had, like, I had it interpreted one way, but then I realized yesterday that there's another possible interpretation of it. It's a, a line at the end of this of this stanza here. Jam sucker, jam sucker, move sucker. So it's it's the way it kind of rings out. You had to be a renegade those days to take a man to the dance floor. And I'd, since, I've, since I was young, I've always uh, interpreted this line as being about dance battles. <laughs> like you had to, to, to call a guy out on the dance floor. You had to be a real renegade. But then I thought yesterday, maybe I'm in, interpreting that wrong. Maybe it's about, you know, the the boldness of like publicly taking like a man taking another man on the dance floor to dance. Cause if you think back to when this song was written, I mean, that was illegal in some places. Right. So, and that behavior I think is more in line with being a renegade, like to, at a time when it was illegal to be homosexual, to go, to go dancing with another man in public, that's more renegade behavior than dance battle. Isn't it? So which way have you interpreted that song all, all, all these years because I always thought it was the first but now I'm like oh maybe it was the second and there's not really any context around it in the lyrics to to help us understand but I mean, it's not, 
The idea of like a renegade dance battler. Oh, he's undefeated in dance battles. He's a very dangerous man. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. When things got you down, Shauna and I like to do a segment called What Are You Grateful For? We took this from her family. I guess it was her family. Her, it was an exercise her family used to do around the dinner table. And it's basically just counting one of your blessings out loud to remind yourself of the good things in your life. Uh, so I wanted to do that right now. Um, I've mentioned to you throughout the week, because, and I apologize if I've talked too much about it, but it, I'm not kidding when I say it's completely consumed my life this week. Uh, this renovation we're doing at our new place. And I've had so much help from my friends and my family, and even like people who listen to this show, people offered to help, you know, with the renovation or get me this or like, you know, come and help with this part of the project. And it's, it's been very, it's been very humbling, and I feel incredibly lucky to have such great people in my life like that. Because, I mean, it's been a lot of work, and I've always thought, I've always really valued people's time. I think if someone gives you their time, that's about like the best thing someone can give to you, better than money, better than gifts, anything like that. Maybe this is a love languages thing, but like, we all have the same amount of time, no matter how much you know money you make. So maybe you could argue some people's time is worth a little more in that sense. But if someone gives you their time, their free time, like they obviously care about you, right? You don't give your your free time to people you don't care about. And people have given me so much of their time and energy over the last couple of weeks. So I'm incredibly grateful for that. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Except Shauna's not here today, so I will be your etymologist. I heard the term dean yesterday, as in like the dean of a university. And I was like, that's a strange title, Dean, because it's also a name. It's my, my father-in-law's name is Dean. But to be the, the Dean of the, I'm the Dean. Like, there's no Deans in, you know, in the business world or the government. You know, there's no Dean of the government or Dean of your company. So where does this term come from? Well, like a lot of academic terms, it's rooted in Latin. Uh, it comes from the word decanus, which means chief of ten in Latin. And it was a Roman army term. Um, so it was basically like the head of the head of a of a ten man group of legionnaires, I think is what it was. So then it became uh it it was it was the head of a group of ten monks. And if you think about like the academic ties to the monastic world, so the dean was the head of a group of monks, a group of like religious scholars, basically. So then it made sense that eventually the dean would be the head of the university. Hello, I'm the dean. The dean, but it's you hear that that D E C prefix, which of course means ten, deca, right? So the head of ten. Although universities are big now, and the dean is in charge of a lot more than ten people, but that is where the term dean comes from. Etymology with Shauna. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. You know what I find so interesting? When famous bands or musicians have like careers during or after their music careers. And it could be for like two reasons, either either out of necessity because, you know, they just maybe didn't make enough money from music to survive, so you have to have another career, or just because it's something that they really wanted to do. I'll give you an example of how this came up. I was talking to my dad, we were working last week, and he was playing a lot of his old music, and this song came on by an old Canadian duo called Gary and Dave, who I had never heard of. They had some hits back in the 70s, I guess. But I guess both of these guys left music to go be pilots for Air Canada. And then they came back to music for a bit, and then they went flying again. And they, I, 
I guess, just really loved flying, like maybe as much as they loved music. So they were successful artists, but also pilots. I'm trying to think of some other examples of that, of like bands who had careers during or after their music careers. Like my favorite band of all time is a group from uh, San Francisco called Dredge, and they never got like really, really big. But I know the lead singer now, I think he does sales for a software company there which is a, a far cry from being on the road with a touring rock band. And he's like, I've heard him speak in interviews and he seems like totally fine with it. He's just like, yeah, we had our, our run and now I'm doing this. I was like, cool. Very cool. The funniest one I've ever heard of is uh, David Lee Roth, after Van Halen, uh, went and worked for a little bit as, as a paramedic in, in New York as an EMT. I think he said he went on like 200 rides or something. And he said he was never once, uh, never once recognized, because I mean that would be so funny. It's David Lee Roth. First of all, the guy, like, how do you not recognize? I guess if you're in in medical distress, maybe you're not thinking, is that David Lee Roth? <laughs> but if you if you heard him speak, right? Oh God! Okay, I think I'm bleeding out here, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's David Lee Roth. Oh God, I'm running. Dave, David Lee is Diamond Dave. Is that you? God damn it, baby! No, I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. Ah, yeah. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. Matt Berry's in here. Hey, Matt Berry. Hi. For the last few minutes, we've just been talking about uh, famous musicians who had like other jobs during or after their music careers. Yeah. This was inspired by this band that my dad told me about in the 70s, a Canadian duo called Gary and Dave, and they both <laughs> left music to go be Air Canada pilots. Like, so it's crazy that they pay you more money to not than <laughs> than Canadian music. Well, that's I mean that's so interesting too. Is especially in Canada, like we all know the names of some of these artists and stuff, but would probably be surprised to learn how little money they're actually making. Yeah, like there's been a lot of bands that like come in through here, and it's just like you think like even like playing them on the radio, you think well they're playing on the radio, they're yeah, gonna be they're famous, biggest band, yeah, they're gonna be millionaires, <laughs> and then they're like. Yeah, yeah, like I, I took the summer off, but like I'm, you know, I'm an accountant. <laughs> you know, it's like I work at, it's like I work at the bank. Like that's my job. It's like you be sitting there. It's like buddy from Billy Talents. Like you want to cash that check? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sean and I have always joked that you can tell how well a band is doing based on how they smell when they come through here. <laughs> like if if a band is struggling, they smell like feet. They smell like the van. <laughs> Whereas if they're doing well, they stayed in a hotel last night, maybe even a nicer hotel in town, and yeah. they smell good. <laughs> you know, you go to take a picture with them and put your arm around each other. It's like, oh, you stayed in a hotel they're last night. Be here. Um, I got to tell you, the best smelling musician is Vance Joy. Really? Vance Joy smells great, super nice, just like co- cozy, comfy Vance Joy. <laughs> he's big too, isn't he? Yeah, he's like, I don't know, I think he's like, I want to say he's like 6'4", like 6'5". Six, like, I'm not very six, tall, eight, but he's pretty skates? tall. Yeah. Like his other be, job, he could be like a model or something else. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have to work at the bank, right? Yeah, he he'd be making money. <laughs> Can you think of any artists? Because you know the you know the music that we play better than I do. Can you think of any artists that have like other jobs? Uh, none like none specifically. I, I looked up this article though when you were we were talking about it, and there was like some interesting ones that like uh, Terry Chimes, like of the Clash. Okay, he became a chiropractor. Oh, really? <laughs> like after the band was done, he's like, yep, yeah, give me a, be a chiropractor. I think my chiropractor used to be in the class. Yeah, that's just like, yeah. Uh, this guy, uh, Jeff Skunk Baxter, Steely Dan, the Doobie Brothers, missile defense expert. What? <laughs> like, how do you how do you go like, uh, I'm done. Don't how do you have music. time for both? I will defend the country instead. 
And then Brian May of the Queen, he's an astrophysicist. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's no like, way. I think it, maybe it's like you're over the grind. Yeah. Like, so he, he was an astrophysicist after Queen? Yeah. Like, like you went to, went to school. Yeah. Earned his PhD in astrophysics in 2007. And like, you have so much money and time if you made like Queen money during your career. Yeah. You're like, okay, now what do I do? I don't want to go on the road anymore. Yeah. What do I do with my time? What am I interested in? Space. Yeah. Sp I'm going to do space. Imagine if you're like, your thing wasn't something like overly interesting. It's like, what do you want to go do? It's like, uh, radio. <laughs> well, I mean, lots have, right? Like, like uh, what dude from Lex on Fire had a radio show in, yeah, um, in Toronto. And Kim Mitchell had a radio show for a while. The Mitchell himself. <laughs> the Mitchell. There was a guy yeah. from Goldfinger. I can't oh, remember yes. the guy's name, but he uh, was Darren, on. Darren Pfeffer? Yeah, he was on the edge in Toronto. But yeah. here was the interesting thing. It's like nothing against this guy. But his show, you listen to it, and all it was was just like weather and liners in like the middle of the night. No stories from the road? No, <laughs> no. no craziness? No, it was always just like, why did you do radio to come on and be like, <laughs> like make happy day. <laughs> Check it out. You've been listening to the Beyond S in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.